Hi and welcome to the Alliance, a Survivor Game podcast. I'm Ryan, the host slash game runner of Alliance. Join me as I talk to players from the first season, Discordia, about their time in the game. Today, I will be talking to the fifth boot, Brando, about the pitfalls of a swap. have with me today the fifth boot from Survivor Discordia, Brandon, or as he went by in the season, Brando, and I guess we're going to talk about, well, you're the first person that I've talked to that didn't start and spend their entire time in the game on the Red Garrity tribe, so we'll have a lot to discuss about what was going on over on Fomala. Hi, welcome, thank you for doing this. Hello, Ryan. Thank you for having me. Yes, I appreciate you taking the time and, and going through such Herculean efforts to make this connection feasible. Yeah, I'm sitting in the McDonald's parking lot, and the Wi-Fi here isn't even strong enough for this call. So, <laughs> Yeah, it's, uh, I guess, the, the pitfalls of living on a farm with uh, lots of animals. I think it's just uh, it's just the area. Yeah. You know, other... other other areas of the country don't seem to have this issue, but, you know, redneck Florida portion. All right. So, like I said, you're, you're the first person I talked to that started and, and spent a, uh, their time on the Green Fomala tribe. Very different uh, than Garrity, primarily because you didn't really spend as much time going to tribal council and won a lot more challenges in the early game. What was, uh, I don't know, was it kind of kumbaya over there i think you bring up one of the main points that you know ever since i got the boot um i've spent a lot of time thinking about um what my plan was which you know to quote parasite the best plan was no plan <laughs> but that didn't exactly turn out um in my favor i to basically to follow up on what you said i think winning so many challenges and with relative ease at least for my game was a detriment um basically because i didn't exactly know how i was gonna approach the game and you know i just ended up coasting a bit too much mm -hmm. and then by the time you threw in the swap i mean i was i was pretty much a sitting duck at that point because i had made almost no effort to connect to anyone yeah that's not uh i wouldn't advise that for future players uh you guys let's see you won the check-in challenge uh devil won that challenge by you know some fraction of a millisecond over gd then you go to the second challenge which was um mastermind and you were matched up with waco Ah uh, yes, uh, uh, probably that ended up probably being the highlight for me. Yeah, uh, in my short time of the game. Um, <laughs> I mean, I had played Mastermind Codebreaker, however you want to call it, like, but with the what should we call it, the colored marbles and stuff. Right. So, I mean, I knew how to approach it. It is a bit different when you have to track ten digits. Um, so I noticed, you know, I did the I did the sin of going back through the viewers lounge at this point, you know, after I got the boot to try to track like what was going on during this challenge. And, you know, Ari being Ari, uh, making some comments, being like, man, why is Brando doing this, this and that? I mean, <laughs> I've got I've got the system and it clearly worked. And even if I hadn't hit my one in eight shot with that combo because waco was going in order from highest number highest digits at least he wouldn't have hit my number anyway so i was gonna win <laughs> full confidence yeah you're one of the four people on your side to win uh leading to another immunity uh for fomala and another you know two to three days that you didn't really have to worry about the game proper yeah i think I think also just the way it was initially set up. I mean, I tried to take some notes to g refer to back in this interview. Mm -hmm. um, I have a feeling I was one year later uh, entries into the game 
um, we hadn't spoken that much on a personal level um, before you asked me to come play. I think my think the most interaction we like I've ever had with just even your name was like trying to get you to join the Knights, like just talking to the group, be like, hey, this Plexi guy is kind of cool, and he agrees with my opinions, therefore I like him. <laughs> but <clears throat> I think at the time they thought you were a hammock alt because of your name, so I, I, I don't think that flew. I do remember that conversation happening um, so, after the fact. So yeah, I think I think just because of that, I didn't really know like how in depth this is gonna end up being. I've never played, you know, an online game like this before. Mm-hmm. And just you know, even even Discordia, which was you know everyone, including you, kind of learning as you go. Like it was totally immersive. Good. I mean, that's that's kind of the the end all be all uh, goal um yeah i i i'm pretty sure i know you weren't like the last person asked or anything like that and when i think about it i my i don't i don't have an actual answer but my inclination is that i ultimately asked you because you were a more active person on the fml discord at the time uh, you so one could say that yeah uh yeah, and then i, I do guess have I did have, I do have, and I think I still have the most messages on that server. <laughs> I believe that's true. Uh, so I was like, oh, somebody who will be, who will talk a lot. Perfect. Yeah, the the FML persona and the real me are not really that intertwined. Mm-hmm. I think maybe along the lines of being confident in the knowledge you have. Absolutely. Like, if I know what I'm talking about, then. You know, I'm going 110%, but just because this game was not in that uh, scope that, you know, you saw more reserved and I guess some people were waiting for like, you know, the ultimate calculation and (laughs) that never came to pass. So did you because I I think at the time you still used Furiosa in the FML server. uh, Yes. you made your name Brando here. Uh, was that? And I, I asked, like, Waco ma- changed his name to Peter, and Bane had was using Tom Hardy. Uh, are you also of that group of? I kind of wanted to separate this game from FML. I mean, maybe they figured it out because, like, it's not like my profile picture was, <laughs> you know, used by anyone else. It was. Um, so my Discord name was Brando Calrissian because. Star Wars. It was. It's been my handle in many a game, and shortening it to Brando seemed to fit. And if anyone remembers, the picture was my face photoshopped onto Lando. So yes. All right. So you guys, again, avoid another second tribal council, and then we get to the catchphrase emoji challenge. Uh, your tribe nominated. Uh, I think nominated. I don't think Amber was particularly uh, forthcoming in, in volunteering, uh, but she ended up being the caller for you guys, and it was a very very close loss. Yeah, that was that was a bit disappointing, and I do remember. Um, I, I'm pretty. Sh- I'm going to be. I'm pretty sure it came down to who. Fa- assuming that the other. I didn't look. Assuming that the other tribe also had their flag last it came out to who picked the flag first right because i remember that one taking the most time and i actually remember it was me who clicked it so it, it was me yeah but no i know that everyone was bummed after losing because you know winning makes things easy so <laughs> i i remember dming amber like right after telling her that you know she did a good job and you know definitely not the loss is not on her and that she would have been fine by me. Were you at that time, uh, since you hadn't had to vote anybody out yet, had you been DMing most of the people in your tribe? So, I mean, that, that was, that was another thing that I kind of approached it different. I don't remember exactly when the sub channels were like super used by everyone, but because I wanted the viewers to get as much of the conversation as possible, I would, basically dm people saying hey go to this location and that kind of deal so a lot of the private dming didn't really happen for me because of that reason and for you know one way or another it didn't 
it wasn't as active as I was hoping. Um, I remember one of the first people who approached me was, you know, devil. <laughs> and I guess he had the same thought I did is like, Hey, we kind of like annoy each other on FML. We would be fantastic duo pair in uh, survivor. Cause no one would ever think of this happening. I unfortunately made the mistake of, uh, I don't know, whenever I'm, I was being asked by, you know, the other tribe, you know, who have you been talking to? I guess I didn't completely play it off. I mean, I felt like I played an honest game here, mm-hmm. which, you know, usually doesn't work. But, yeah, I didn't, I didn't really try very hard to play it off. But it also wasn't a super serial, like, blood pack that we signed or anything <laughs> no not at all um i was looking through the sub channel archives because i think they started after waco was voted out um right so you okay. had them had them in time to talk uh prior to when you voted out 2001 yes and i rem- i found there was one conversation you had with 2001 um, I think it's in Beach F1, uh, but you basically—it's uh, interesting because like this was this ended up being kind of a gimme vote for you guys. Uh, uh, 2001 was voted for out unanimously, and the main reason seemed to be availability. Right. But when, but like you're the only one at least who visibly had like a one-on-one conversation with him, and then when you vote, he voted for you. Yep, and actually, I was kind of confused. I remember being confused after that vote because, like, I felt I did a okay job. It was probably the only visible, you know, one of the very few visible conversations that the viewers had of me talking with someone. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I reached out. I kind of, you know, I scanned the beat. I tried to figure out, you know, if is two thousand one someone that you know I could possibly work with in the future, but. As it turns out, everyone else was already so dead set against him that it wouldn't have been worth it for me to throw a vote for throw a vote, you know, in favor of him. But I wanted to explore all the options. Right. Yeah. Um, you. Uh, yeah. There's like a couple of other channels that you can like find that everyone kind of points to 2001, and there wasn't much conversation there. I know in the in the future. Uh, especially as a viewer, you've made the point to to say to the something to the effect of like anytime we see somebody voted out for availability or, or kind of just as a gimme vote, that it's not necessarily the right thing to do. I think in my time as a viewer in the past three seasons, um, especially as I've gone back to some of the uh, seasons of the actual show, um, sometimes voting out the perceived weak player or the one with less availability isn't always the best move. And I, I think it might be harder here because you might not get a good sense of, you know, who's going to be great in the end game or who's going to be, you know, a social butterfly post-merge. It's hard to fi- figure that out early going. Mm-hmm. But if you have the opp- opportunity to take out you know a stronger player i mean eventually you have to merge you're not gonna lose every tribal immunity challenge i mean gerard you tried but even they managed to you know score a couple (laughs) so i mean the 2001 instance i mean that's i think the first vote you know maybe it's easier for the tribe but you know if you had a core group of people that are like die hard they could really do damage in that first week and kind of tip the scales in their favor. Yeah, and I, I think you could make the argument that that was what happened over on uh, Garrity with Waco, and then eventually Aaron uh, uh, voted yes. out after the battleship challenge. Yes, I, another casualty by one of my suggestions. <laughs> um, yeah, the, were you involved in the decision to sit Aaron out of that challenge it's hard to remember exactly how many people initially came up with the idea but I did pitch his name and to I mean I based it solely off of you know how active he is in FML is like if anyone's going to come up with some sort of spreadsheet here because I didn't really know um, 
you know, how involved GD and Clever are. And I mean, I know they're involved, but I wouldn't know for sure. Aaron's in my own power group. And I was also trying to get rid of the, initially trying to get rid of the stigma of, you know, oh, if he makes it post-merge, he's totally going to align with it. I, I don't, I don't understand that at all. Like, I'm here to play with other people. Like, if we, if we manage to pair up, great. But I'm not going to make it my die hard. Like, I got to do it. Because that's just, that's just, I, I already had the target of being mega active in FML. I don't need more stigma. Sure. Uh, it paid off. Um, I don't know. There was a very pivotal moment in the challenge I was listening to this. Your tribe used a voice channel. Yes, which was probably one of the better decisions that we had made. And I remember I was on the train coming home uh, at the time the challenge was happening. I was listening to you guys talk on one side, you know, in my headphones. I was reading the other tribe and their channel uh, at the same time. And it came down to this one moment where uh, you, you guys had done your, you know, your... Uh, pattern strategy it was working Uh, i think you guys were down early but you managed to come back and there was like a easily like 30 minutes of discussion over one move that ended up being in like the top right corner and ended up being a hit on the last ship you needed yes that was just uh, it was fascinating to listen to and you know i wouldn't have never thought that that could have happened in a game of battleship at all yeah Yeah. i mean so the whole pattern clearing and battleship just helps limit the amount of spaces so then you have the opportunity to go for a move like that in the end game that's how you that's how you like clinch it um i wouldn't obviously start off by doing but i think at that point we had played for so long that you know i think that area of the board was like a one in five chance of having the ship we needed at the time i probably made that up but it seemed like we were that far. Um, and I, I just remember like the, probably the best part was Russian Penny cheerleading on the sidelines in the camp channel, like not knowing what was going on and wondering why we were playing this game for three hours. Right. It took a long time. Yeah, it was, it was certainly involved. And I don't, I don't know if any of the other survivor st- seasons would have had the availability to you know, play such a challenge. That's why we're the best. Yeah. Uh, very fortunate that you guys had as, as flexible availabilities as you all did. Um, so, yeah. Three out of four immunity challenges. Uh, but that's not to skip over uh, the the auction that happened right before then, which I think was also a, a pivotal moment for you in the uh, game. It's a pivotal moment for everyone in that tribe because that's the reason why everyone on Formula lost. <laughs> it's true. Um, I don't. Yeah, I thought it was a bit weird that we were just gonna casually let Rush like pick <laughs> items for five dollars, and I was also confused why the other tribe let this happen as well. Well, because the... that wasn't that wasn't a blind that wasn't a blind auction, so. Like right. everyone knew what was happening, people just decided like not to, not to bid. <laughs> well, I guess you know, and then we and also a didn't. Of... We, yeah, we also didn't know how many items were going to be there. Unlike, True. so I think a lot of people were like waiting for like the covered stuff. Well, it's interesting because you know, again, we're all learning this as we go, and when I start offering things like a Hawaiian sling. Obviously, that doesn't mean anything to you guys, uh, you know, because you're not actually on an island. You don't actually have to, like, catch fish and cook them and all that kind of stuff. So when that those sorts of items were being offered, like, did you immediately think, oh, this probably means more than what it actually is? I So when those things came up, initially I was, you know, I was like, oh, I don't know exactly how this would play out in the game. I didn't think they were, I mean, most of them ended up being useful or contained advantage in some way. I thought it, there were going to be a couple more that, you know, just, you know, aesthetic, a nice aesthetic picture that you can use for the background of your phone. <laughs> but I think as it went on, I was like, yeah, these, prob- these probably all have some sort of advantage. And now Rush has all of them, right. besides, the, right. besides the machete. So at that point, I was, you know, a little bit, you know, 
already regretting some of my decisions to hold money. Well, so you ended up bidding and winning uh, a picnic. Yes, that was the last item, I believe. Uh, yeah, it is. Uh, and so you got to pick one person from the other tribe to spend some time with. And I picked incorrectly. <laughs> so you, why did you pick Blink? So my initial thought, I hope Meg, Meg doesn't hate me for this. My initial <laughs> thought was to pick Clever um, because she was the one I had had most interaction with outside of Survivor at the time, just through the years, you know, being in the resistance and all that. So my initial you know, <clears throat> the initial process was, oh, I should totally pick her. You know, maybe we can set up some sort of deal down the line. You know, that would have came out nice and handy for, you know, the swap that eventually happened. But I also thought, you know, people probably would catch on because, I mean, it's not exactly invisible that we had talked before. So I picked the next best option. And that's because I noticed that Blink had a covered item one in that auction. And I wanted to get more info and kind of scope it out a bit so that was ultimate that was ultimately why i chose blink okay because both he and clever had won something clever would be too obvious to most of the community i went with the more unknown pick right uh so you ended up let's see talking to blink and uh you didn't you guys let's see you talked about the flag from the previous challenge Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> um, you talked about Jeff and Amber. Yes, I remember. I, I remember reading this picnic recently because <laughs> I know that you know some of the things that I said in said picnic kind of traveled and you know grew legs and got scarier than what was actually said. But again, that was my fault for saying it in the first place. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it, it was no doubt that. For a lot of the members of the Famula tribe, that Jeff and Amber could eventually have been a problem. Um, I remember a quick DM with Penny regarding this very thing, and she was actually one of the first people to notice that there were like six members of the Illuminati in this Survivor cast, and how that could have also been a thing. Right. Um, which it doesn't. That didn't play out like any of the other seasons but i think it was definitely something that had to be considered for discordia um so yeah i mean i had talked to amber more than jeff which i mean karma comes back to bite you because the two people that i talked to least amount on that try end up getting swapped with me so (laughs) i mean no figure right um you're, you said you mentioned that like some of the stuff that came up in the picnic traveled and the most important thing that came out of that picnic ended up being the the devil connection with you and i only said his name one time right in that entire conversation and it was i like devil but i didn't get into it i didn't really expand on it i was just like i kind of like him i mean i didn't I didn't give him much. And then, like, Blink took that and ran with it. He was like, oh, man, the schemers are teaming up. So <laughs> It's true. He did. Uh, it was, you know, it was a very, you know, looking at it, it seems very nonchalant. You know, he seems like he'd be good at challenges. Seems reasonable. I mean, he was at the beginning. I think, yeah. I think later on, I, I don't know what it was, whether it was the commitment or... But I, I feel like he kind of fell off a bit after Battleship. Like, he wasn't as involved. I mean, of course, I was on the viewer, so I didn't get to, like, talk to him or anything. But he didn't seem as into it, despite being voted leader in the most hilarious way possible. <laughs> yes. And I, so, and I still don't think people realize it. <laughs> yeah, so let's talk about that. Um, uh, so for the swap that you guys had... I asked both tribes to vote for somebody as the leader of their tribe. You couldn't vote for yourself. And uh, on red, Garrity, it was pretty unanimous, clever vote across the board. But for your tribe, uh, we I think you guys had eight people. So I, I had received seven votes. And at that time, no one had received two votes yet. 
and I was waiting on one final vote, and it ended up being for Devil, putting him to a second vote, and ultimately as the quote-unquote leader of the tribe. Am I correct in remembering that I was the only person not to receive a vote? Um, I don't know. I will investigate. Uh, I remember voting for Jeff. That was my vote. For yes, leader. I know I made a note of this somewhere. I just got to figure out where, but it might not be something I can easily pull up. Um, but ultimately, uh, do you remember who you voted for? Jeff. I voted for Jeff. Okay. Not pros. And, and why Why did you vote for Jeff? I think it was twofold. I feel like the two heads of the group were Devil and Jeff. Um, but I also kind of, again, without fully committing to a potential alliance because it wasn't really tested at the time, I was like, let's try to you know ease some heat off of Devil, maybe. And maybe he'll return the favor if, you know it ever comes to getting into the nitty gritty of the game. I still feel like we were very lackadaisical as a tribe. Like I, I look back and like, nobody is talking whatsoever. Like <laughs> we crit, like we criticize like these later seasons for doing it. I mean, I guess we can make the case that we were the guinea pigs. We didn't, we didn't really know what we were getting ourselves into, but like we were not doing much at all. <laughs> so I think it was a bit of, I really thought that Jeff would be like, you know, kind of a good all around leader for the team and also, you know, a little bit of easing off the power for Devil. So then, you know, he doesn't get tripped up later. Right. So I'm looking back at who everyone voted for. <laughs> you voted for Jeff. Uh, Jeff vote for voted for Penny after saying he didn't think there was a leader. I mean, it's true. but <laughs> uh, Jack didn't want to vote at all. And when I forced him to, he voted for Devil. Penny voted for Rush because he's fun, and a fun leader is fun. <laughs> yeah, you can see. I mean, you see it right there. Like, there is no consistency. Because I mean, I can't speak for their DMs, but like, I didn't put in a lot of effort for DMing. But it's not like any of them put any effort to DMing either. So it goes both ways. Uh, you actually, you you said Devil and Jeff were the leaders. And then yep. you flipped a coin. I oh okay. Well, that's it. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if you. I mean, you flipped a coin. It came up heads. You didn't specify who would be which, but I. I don't know if you um, had just flipped the coin for for fun or not. Yeah. No, it's it's always there's always a purpose in flipping a coin. Okay. Um, I see. Bane said in the viewers lounge that he thought you were the leader. What? Of, of your tribe. Man, he hey. is not observant. <laughs> Good goodness. Um, okay. Rush didn't know who the leader was, but he ended up voting for Jack. Um Total Chaos. Yeah. It, it was it was no one had any you know, Devil voted for Amber. <laughs> right. So I mean, I think we're gonna get into it later, but you could kinda see why I was trying so hard to like because I mean to be honest, it wasn't like Devil and I were super tight, but mm -hmm. clearly my association with him was one of my downfalls, and him winning on a 2 one 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 vote for leader <laughs> yes. made it even worse for me. If Jeff had won that, Jeff is going home. <laughs> like, guaranteed. Yeah. You know, yeah. Well, yeah, actually, you... no. If he had won that, he wouldn't have been swapped, but yeah. <laughs> uh you're right. That you you had said that you were the person who didn't get any votes, and that is correct. You're the only one. Yes, I was. I was part of the bottom, but I put myself there. So. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> this leads clever and G, uh, clever and devil, to uh, spearhead the tribe swap. Um, so you guys figure out that it found out it's a tribe swap. I give the captains; they stay on their same tribes. They each get to pick somebody from a different tribe, and that person picks somebody from a different tribe, and so on and so on, until everyone's been picked. Uh, as soon as this was revealed, are you concerned? Absolutely. Or, um, yeah? I mean, when you win three out of four, any change to the dynamic is going to, especially because we were hitting a, you know, an outstanding bat batting average so far, our only loss being by, like, five seconds. Mm -hmm. um, I knew that... In, pretty much any scenario it wasn't going to be as clean as it was um 
However, it wasn't even number swap, so I was thinking, you know, if I did get switched over to the other tribe, depending on who gets switched with me, maybe there's a chance. Right. However, how it played out, you know, being basically the last pick, yeah. which I think we're going to go into more. <laughs> yes. So, um, Clever gets to pick. She has to pick somebody from the green tribe. She picks Rush, which I think is kind of an interesting pick. Yeah, I don't know. It ends up being a pretty important one down the line. It ends up being pretty season-defining, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Devil takes his turn and picks Blink. Uh, So did you think Blink was going to pick you? 100%. Yeah. Never a doubt in my mind, but again, <laughs> because I'm naive. Um, right. Yeah, I did think, oh, okay, so Blink's going to, like, save me because he knows I talked, like, I had a sentence about Devil. We can be, like, a trio, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. That, yeah, that could have been a really interesting circumstance. Like, there's a lot, of, lot that could have come from that. Uh, Rush turns around. He picks GD, almost as if he knew somehow that gd and clever were together uh then blink picks penny not you yes so i don't know exactly what the dm rules were at the time of uh this swap but he did dm me saying that he didn't want to pick me because it would be too obvious do you buy that i don't know (laughs) um (laughs) i mean as as we've seen as we've seen through these seasons, sometimes the obvious uh, trios are the ones that turn out the best. So, if it came to that and we just basically brute force our way to the end, mm-hmm. I don't think he's going to complain because you know he got out eighth, <laughs> right? And Devil got out ninth, so it's not like they did that much. True. <clears throat> and in the end, Blink just ended up being I don't know pulled around by the different group dynamics by the end game so i don't know i i get i get i get why he said that but i don't know man especially when you're getting tribe swats into a tribe you're not as familiar with you might as well pick the guy who talked to you for a couple hours (laughs) yeah there's something to it uh so gd picks jeffrey penny picks mer and uh I don't, at this point, I guess you're still thinking that you want to be on the Devil Blink tribe, right? I would have preferred it, yes. Um, yes. I mean, as few DMs as it was, and I cannot say that enough, Devil was <laughs> the one I had talked to the most about things. It, there wasn't really a lot there. I even screenshotted all this stuff later for the viewer's lunch because I never did it in confessional, but like... There wasn't exactly a lot of substance, but he was definitely the one I was most comfortable with at the time. Would it have stayed like that? I mean, we'll never know. But mm-hmm. at this point, I was like, I mean, Devil and Blink, I would have preferred to have been there for right. sure. Did you think there was any chance Murr would pick you? Yeah. I mean, I felt like Blink was my shot. So as soon as he picked Murr, I was like, well, I, I don't think I'd ever talk to Murr ever at that point. In, in anything so i was like unlikely unless like she really likes the profile picture not really much there uh so she ends up picking amber which i mean that was i could have called that one yeah uh jeff picks meg yep and at this point all of the original garrity tribe has been picked the only people hey. left are you and jack well yeah and, it's m- and at m- that point i was like yeah, Meg's going to pick me. She and I had a couple interactions before. Yeah, you knew it? Yep. I was like, she's going to say it. She's going to use the furball name. Uh, <laughs> I was like, all right, I guess I'm on red now. Uh, what was what was your first like reaction to knowing you were going to be on the Red Tribe? I, I mean, I was pretty disappointed, and I'm not going to lie. Um, especially because... You know, clever was clever was the perceived leader of the team, and her team had been losing. So, I was like, "This is not." I mean, I just did the math. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so you guys all swap. You go back to Garrity with all your new friends, uh, quote unquote friends. 
um, what you know what was your plan at that point? You know, you you had said that Rush and Jeff were the people you'd talk to least. Um, were you I trying mean, we, to? Yeah, we definitely talked. Um, I don't know if it was immediate or anything, but I did DM them both more than I had in the other tribe. So again, I I kind of put myself in this situation here. You know, I actually have bad case of RNG, unlike uh, you know somebody. Some others. <clears throat> but I'm not gonna sit here and complain about it. I put myself in this position. So yeah, I I know immediately talking to probably Jeff more than Rush. Again, Rush I wasn't. Rush kind of was kind of like a mystery box to me. All I know is he has a wonderful voice, <laughs> and uh, maybe I was trying to lean into that a bit. But it turns out, you know, <clears throat> actually never mind. But and then I think the first person who approached me from Gerardi was GD. Okay. Out of the three, and there's a lot to be said about that. Uh, before we get to that part, um, your tribe was split three to three. Yes. Were you? It it ends up being a situation where Garrity has all the power, and it's the Fomala people kind of just trying to survive for whatever reason. And um, I don't, I don't want to interrupt, but I don't really get. I mean, really, the only way they have power is they have home field advantage with, you know, the tribe name. It's three to three. There's, right. There should be no advantage whatsoever unless you give it to them. I mean, we late. I later find out that you know, G GD had the the idle bag the whole time. But I mean, there was really no reason to back off unless you were trying to cut deals to maybe get you faster, maybe get you further into the game. But that's no guarantee, right? Um, and so and that's kind of what I wanted to ask. Like, for you, were you expecting this to be like, okay, who's gonna budge first? Or were you, try- were you trying to pull one of them over to your side? So I kind of wanted to get a good sense of where they're at. But realistically, unless they were feeling, unless, you know, Rush and Jeff were feeling uneasy about the situation over at Formula, really, there's no reason to budge at all because Gerardi has literally no um, leverage. There is no mm-hmm. leverage. It's a 3-3. I have no reason to vote for either of you two, mm-hmm. so that's a guarantee. Um, I I don't know. I mean, to this day, I don't know why they but they budge so quickly. I'm gonna guess it's because like Rush immediately jumped into Clever's boat, and maybe the writing was on the wall. But I also don't know why he did that either. Besides, I don't know, being chaos because it event <laughs> ends up putting a pretty big target on his back later by doing that. Right. Uh, so at what point did you feel like it, the power had shifted to them? Or did you not? Um, I mean, a lot of it was the conversations with GD. Because he was going in a complete different direction than what everyone else was kind of talking to me about. Um, like, he was pushing super hard for Jeff. For me to vote for Jeff. And, you know, I kind of play along with it. Um I could have seen it, but again, as I mentioned earlier, there was really no reason for me to budge unless I thought that someone else had already jumped ship. Um, I didn't really get that inclination until like just, you know, probably the day of the immunity challenge where Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, it's like I'm getting bad vibes from everyone. Like, and I think we've mentioned it many, many a time. You never tell the person who you're voting for that you're voting for. But I mean, at the time, I was definitely like, I was, I was on to them. It wasn't, they weren't exactly good at hiding it. Right. Mm. So you guys had a day or so, I think, uh, after the swap before the next challenge, which was the attack zone challenge. Yes, the attack zone. Yeah. Uh, Tell me about the attack zone challenge. I tried to block it from my memory. I remember not. <laughs> I mean, I knew I put myself at a disadvantage, um, you know, being in the boondocks. But um, right. well, I knew I... that this was this was one that I had to win. Like, if we didn't win this, then I knew without some sort of miracle that I was going to go home. I think I'd pretty much made up my mind on that already. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, I didn't do very well. However, there's someone on our tribe that did worse, and 
everyone seems to forget about that conveniently. Yeah, I'm looking at the stats here. Um, you know, you 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 ran once, did not score a point, and you attacked once and did not block. So you had an 0-2 record in this challenge, uh, but GD had an 0-3 record in this challenge. I mean, and... there are many there are many ways you can uh, I don't know theorize why that happened. Did he purposely lose because they had the vote in the bag, or was he truly that bad? I guess we'll never know. But do you have a do you have a guess? Do you have a suspicion? I think that I think that well I don't remember exactly the order in which people went. Um, I don't know if he had gotten all those turns in before mine. I think that would be, I guess, the true inclination. If we had already been losing, then I mean, I don't even, I don't even think him winning those would have been enough to catch up. But if he had started out that poorly and put us in the hole, then yeah, you can make the case. Uh, I'm looking at the uh, the times that he and he was involved. And he attacked on the second run. Blink was running. And uh, I posted the picture. It was a picture of ants. And he didn't even submit a number. Mm, okay. But I don't know if that just was because Blink, you know, guessed it right on the first guess or, or, or what. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's an interesting, uh, interesting Maybe. question. Maybe. I mean, he had been toying around. I mean, he was basically doing that in Mastermind. But with right. the lead, so yeah. I feel like he could have been the one player that could have, you know, changed how he played the game based on what the results were. Yes. Uh, so also in your tribe, Rush went 0 for 1. Clever 0 for 1. Um, so the only people that scored any points on your side, or not scored points, but rather um, won any any of the picture guessings, were Meg and Jeffrey. <laughs> I mean, and Meg kind of carried your entire tribe in that challenge. I mean, it, it is what I said at, you know, coming into the swap. Like, we were getting swapped into the tribe that was getting their ass kicked on challenges. And <laughs> yep, and they got their ass kicked. We got our ass kicked again. I was like, oh, good goodness. <laughs> um, so I want to bring up something. And I, part of me doesn't want to bring it up because it kind of created a thing. But uh, th- the snake picture. Oh goodness! In the attack zone challenge, uh, I remember searching for images, and um, a lot of these images I really enjoy. I think the marble image is is kind of tricky. I liked the image from uh, Bruce Almighty with the fingers. Uh, snake image. It's two heads, and then they form a single snake body. And for me. The answer was the answer I was looking for at least was one snake. Yes. Uh, but this provoked a lot of controversy uh, after the fact as to exactly how many snakes that image was. That still, as far as I'm concerned, is not resolved between a lot of the people that took part in this challenge. It's uh, yeah, that that became a hot topic for sure. Um, yeah. I think. The saving grace there is that whoever answered the number one was first. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I think there you could also just drum it as, okay, whoever just picked the number first, we'll leave it at that. Sure. Um, yeah. Let's, let's, let's keep it there. I have my own opinion, but I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going to hash it out of That's how, fine. how dumb snakes can be. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, so you guys lost the challenge. You're going to tribal council. Uh, you have said you thought, you know, the writing was kind of on the wall for you at this point. Yeah. You you had even, um, I think you DM'd me, right, in my confession <sighs> immediately, asking, what are your plans for this vote? I'm like, pray. <laughs> Probably the uh, only funny thing I've true. ever said in my entire confessional. Like, yeah, that's exactly like what happened. Like, it was there. Like, I was fully aware of the situation, regrettably. <laughs> I almost um, rather have not known that it was coming. Uh, uh, so you ended up voting for GD on your way out. Yes. Uh, did you have any reason to think anyone else was going to be voting for GD with you? So there is there has been a lot of discussion on how I handled kind of that last day. I mean, for, first, 
we lost. I needed to take a breather anyway. Um, mm-hmm. And to kind of think over my thoughts for the entire next day. I kind of blitzed at the end. So, again, we criticized Mojo Desert for doing the same thing. But, again, we're guinea pigs. So, you know, yeah. I get the benefit of the doubt. So, my plan here was um, try to use GD's own words against him. Um, he had been by far the most conversation I've had with any player in the game. And we had only been together for two days. Just <laughs> everything about, you know, we got to stick together. I feel like I'm on the bottom at this tribe. Like, we got to get out. Jeff, you know, Clever and Meg are a pair and they're super dangerous. I don't know what Rush's deal is, but I don't like his song as much. It, it was, <laughs> it was that there was everything in that deal. And I tried my best to be like, Look, I can't share the screenshot, and like I think I pulled Jeff and Rush into a sub channel to do this, and so then the viewers could see. But like I pulled out all the stops, and they were all 100% true according to the words that GD had written. Now, were those his, his true intentions? I guess we'll never know because you know nobody tried to test him until it was too late. But like. He was, I knew that, you know, he was going to be a force to win this game just because of how much he talked and how much he, like, went through his process and how thorough it was. That I was like, look, you want to take out, you know, a threat that can win it all? Like, let's do it here. They have no leverage, in theory. So I was kind of hoping that Jeff and Rush would have backed me up on it. I talked to Clever and Meg about it, being like, hey, these are some of the shady things that GD is saying about you. Um, I think Meg was a little bit more receptive, but she was so gung-ho about, you know, if the backup wasn't me, it was going to be Jeff, that I don't think she ever really considered it, which is unfortunate. Mm -hmm. And um, I did all this at the very end, so then the ability for it to leak uh, was lower. Because I was pretty sure you weren't supposed to be DMing at Tribal Council, but I'm pretty sure it happened anyway. Yeah. And then we go into Tribal. Uh, I also saw you mention you had a sub-channel conversation with Meg at one point, uh, mentioning the potential of all four Triangle members working together. Did you think that that was happening, at least with regard to Jeffrey? I I wasn't so sure on Jeffrey. Um he was probably the one I was, <clears throat> I probably thought he was the least likely to go for that because he has already got, you know, the kind of the aura of, oh, he and Amber are a pair and that him teaming up with the Illuminati would just make it even worse for him. So I actually thought he was out of everyone in the game that could have done that. I think he would have been the least likely to just because of that. But I mean, the thought was always there. Mm-hmm. And there was also See? Blink, so... <laughs> true uh so you guys go to tribal council and uh you know if you you're entering tribal council thinking it's probably you uh i don't know was there anything that was said at tribal that made you think one way or the other or reinforced that oh, well <clears throat> i mean you know clever made very subtle comments about our conversation that you know slightly was like you know kind of perked me up i was like hmm, maybe she'll actually go with this but i mean as soon as like gd went on full blast i i knew that like i hadn't really swayed at least red i thought maybe maybe i'd get one or two votes from green but that didn't happen so when you saw your votes votes coming up um what did uh how did it feel i mean disappointed i feel like i really didn't get into the game until you know until that immunity slash the time after that um it's kind of it's kind of incredible how it feels when your backup is against, when your back is against the wall and i think that kind of turned on another gear for me and perhaps mm-hmm. if that gear had been there from the start maybe this wouldn't have happened but no i was pretty disappointed because you know they all like they're all really bad at lying <laughs> like really bad <laughs> Like, um, uh, I think I, I've already said this before, but like Jeff DM me during tribal and he was like, sorry, I can't do it. I can't go to rocks. But I'm like, they don't want to go to rocks either. Let them make the poor decision. Like, right. 
like I just could not really understand why in the end they gave up their some of their advantages from the auction to stay alive when there was no reason to but alas I was also the only one without said item I got to have fun with Blink for an hour right yeah uh so i don't know what after you're voted out um being a vo- uh, voted out pre-merge uh you would eventually become a member of the the viewers uh what was that transition like for you uh i mean i wasn't exactly sure how i would have been receptive um how i would have been received anyway um like I said, I didn't really get into the whole sub-channel hopping, having conversations there for the viewers until later, so I wasn't sure what their opinion on me was going to be um, because we didn't have the command to show confessionals and all that. So, um, Yeah, I wasn't sure what to expect. Maybe, I don't remember if there were any boot lists or anything like that. I could imagine that maybe some people might have had me hide just because of the name. I wouldn't have put, I wouldn't have put my signature. <clears throat> I was just uh, hoping see. for ninth. That would have been a nice number. Because um, hmm. I know... I don't think anybody uh, picked you as a winner. There wasn't a boot list for that season. There were yeah. winner picks. I mean, I mean, I wouldn't pick me as a winner. <laughs> yeah. Out of the target. It's like voting for Hirsch. <laughs> yes, voting for Hirsch. Uh, so, you... Watching the rest of the season play out, uh, what were you kind of harboring you know vengeful thoughts against the people that sent you home so i had um, so i had two scenarios in my head i was hoping either gd gets slammed against the wall like very first like merge trial and then he just gets to sit in ponderosa and regret everything or i was hoping he'd actually do what he said in my dm and take out meg and clever so then, you know, I could say, I told you so at, like, the end of the game. Neither happened. So, like, it was a very disappointing end result from right. that point of view. <clears throat> uh, you, when we got to the merge, uh, you picked Penny as your winner? Yes. And you're going to ask for the reason. And yeah. my reasoning was... In the short time I interacted with her, like she was very keen on like the dynamics, the groups that were being set, and she was ahead of the curve before probably even they thought about it. Like, I don't know if the reason why that trio picked together is like, oh, we're all you know from Illuminati, let's just do it, or if they're just you know tight like that. But it, she was ahead of the curve there, and I feel like that kind of thinking paired with the right people to you know, get her past certain votes is a very powerful combination. Also, she's likable. And right. just being able to be likable is um, a great tool to have in your box. It was whether she could win enough challenges to get to that point. Um, she eventually found, you know, certain advantages that help. So I think I think she definitely would have had a shot at it up being in the final three. Yeah, I, I think, you know, when you hear what you know, you look at the the conversations that GD and Meg and Clever were having. They definitely were really concerned about her making it to the end, and that's probably ninety nine percent of the reason why she gets voted out before Jack does. Yep, hundred percent. That was the right right move by them. For sure. Uh, so uh, then, how does you know being a viewer on a season that you were part of? You know, there's a lot of you know, it affects the way you're able to view the game. You know, you had a connection with the people in it, uh, and so on and so forth. Uh, how was that different when you became a spectator for the future seasons, Chattern and Mojo Desert? I mean, I feel like you're emotionally invested when it's the game that you were part of. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm invested no matter what. Like the production is incredible. It takes up a lot of my time and it makes it makes life fun <laughs> for me. So, like, I'll always appreciate that. But when it's the people that you know you were talking to just a couple of days prior you're like have rooting interests for them um <clears throat> yeah i mean i didn't i mean i didn't exactly have super like i had my leans you know i would have liked penny to win maybe someone like amber i did not like jeff at all for a while <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> sorry dude you dm'd me during your vote 
like you had voted and then you were like sorry i couldn't do it and i'm like come on I, I I joke about. I hope he knows that I bring it up. I just think that <laughs> at that moment I was like, there are so many things you could have said, and that was just not it. <laughs> right. <clears throat> not good. Yeah. Uh, so, kind of backtracking a little bit, you mentioned you know you and Aaron are both n- uh, knights from an FML perspective. Uh, he was the only other knight that was playing at least at the time that this season happened. Yes. Uh, and you would, you've said, you know, I wouldn't work with him just because of that. And if we happened, it happened. Uh, you've, you've definitely said in since then that you would specifically target various people, some, some people within that power group, if you were playing with them. I have said that. Yeah. Is, is that a true, true statement? I do, mean, do you stand by that. Do I stand by it? I think it would have to within the context i would have to have the context of the game that's happening if i see that you know somehow henry and i are in the same game for some reason you know if he's starting to win things left and right then yeah he's got a target on his back and you know <laughs> i'll be the first one to put in his name but i get it it kind of goes back to that season just seemed a lot more like group and click heavy than it turned out to be in later seasons that you know I don't really want the, you know, oh, they're knights, they have to work together. Like, I feel like that's a detriment to my own game. I mean, if it mm-hmm. if it happens organically and I find that, you know, whoever it is is a, you know, a good yang, yin to my yang, then absolutely. But I, I think if I had a next go round, like, you'll see a lot more involvement for sure. There's, maybe maybe I can live up to the reputation I had coming into the, this game because they could not have gotten it. Right. But, yeah, this isn't about movies. <laughs> it's true. Uh, so, because I, I talked to Aaron yesterday when I did his interview, and uh, I asked him what he would ask you about Survivor, either your time in it or, or just the game in general. And that was kind of his question was, you know, would you, you know, he knew you had said the things you had said about uh, working with or more rather against the Knights um, and wondered whether or not you would really do that or if you would try to work with them. And uh, to kind of just add on to that, you know, if you had been able to, at least looking back at like, I'm guessing you've, you know, perused Discordia at least after you got voted out. 100% my friend. (laughs) I play, I live dangerous. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, look at whatever you saw there from Aaron and, and, you know, his time in the game, you know, if you, if he survives that last vote and he's swapped onto a tribe with you, you know, is he like the first person you go to? With the context of the people that and I ended up with? Yes. Um, yeah. As... As we had talked about, you know, I kind of put myself on the bottom of the tribe. I was the only one without a leader vote. Like, I was definitely in hot water having the status quo completely, like, flipped on its head. So, I think in that instance, maybe that would have been a way to save myself. You know, if it was, I don't know, if GD wasn't there and it was Aaron and everything else was the same. Maybe something. Who knows? Um, But... Again, it was 100% my fault. I'm not gonna like I could sit here and blame Blink all day. I mean, he's under no obligation to do anything I say. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. Uh, so I'm gonna be talking to Mern next. Uh, she was the last person voted out before, quote unquote, voted out. Uh, yes. Before the merge happened, uh, you did spend zero time in the game with her uh but if you had if you could ask her something uh, about survivor what would that be Mm, that's uh yeah put me on the spot there i would ask her um i guess i didn't for me i didn't really have a good handle on who she ended up being close to so my question to her was would she have been willing to work with me in taking out, you know, the, what ends up being the final trio as 
if somehow I had survived that vote, like that 100% would have been my target. No questions asked. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't think she ever got really the opportunity, but I mean, I was wondering what her thoughts would have been at merge about, you know, the trio that came to be. Sounds good. I like it. Uh, that's uh those are all the notes i'd written down i don't know if there's anything else you can remember from discordia or maybe even something from chatter or mojo desert that uh you'd want to just talk about but it's a lot of notes <laughs> they look a lot smaller on my notepad ah, okay so i just ran <laughs> i just rambled um i really like battleship like mm -hmm. i wish every chick challenge could be battleship because i'd fucking we'd fucking never lose <laughs> um well, yeah that, that's an, uh, you say that like I've, I've had this conversation a couple of times now uh but a lot of the challenges from your season are you know mastermind battleship and even you know in chatter and we did a tic-tac-toe challenge these are very basic games you played them when you were a kid and at the time you probably played them as a kid, you didn't really understand all the like intricate strategies behind them. Oh, for sure. And now, you know, the, you're 20, 25, 30, 35 or older and you're playing these games again and you have to approach them with this, you know, much more mature, you know, now there are stakes involved kind of a thing. And that's where you end up with a 30 minute conversation about one move in a game of Battleship incredible yeah uh, you know I, I think that's fascinating i mean it is the great social experiment is it not <laughs> that's what they say just you know without the the beach and the bugs <laughs> yes thankfully we need more uh we need more pve events with uh crab yeah you were you were part of the the mega crab event i that was, we did i just i don't know if you were heard... actually involved in it I think maybe it was Penny DM me being like, you know, check this thing out. Actually, Devil, now that I remember, Devil is actually the first one to tell me that, like, oh, hey, this Discord bot is here. Maybe there's something to do with, you know, the commands. Because, like, to be honest, I had no idea. Like, I was very Discord light in terms of knowing how it actually works. So mm -hmm. I was like, oh. So, you know, my earlier futile attempts at, you know, doing challenges would have been i just say like magic words and then you pop into the channel and give me something which was uh <laughs> very far from the truth um so yeah no i was i was there i remember um yeah that was that was an enjoyable time i think i ended up just side chatting um just a side <laughs> topic later being like oh hey we fought a giant crab did you guys <laughs> <laughs> yeah right <clears throat> Not an easy thing to work into conversation. No, but I'm sure you'll have something cooked up for Dark Forest. I just feel it. Well, yeah, you know, especially with with Mojo Desert ha including the first people that weren't from the FML community, um, it was an oversight on my part and and I guess production as a whole to not include some sort of primer on on the commands and how they work and what they mean and what they do and so you see people like Hirsch and Ari who watched the old seasons and knew what was happening you know immediately like okay i can go search for stuff find stuff and then the players who didn't like muse and gabe and jasmine had to play catch up to that sort of stuff uh so definitely thinking of something to kind of level the playing field a little bit hey you, uh, for you, dark forest you learn as you go uh, yes still learning it'll, it'll only get better yeah uh that's about it for me, uh, unless there's anything you want to talk about. I just wanted to shout out to all of production. You put on a fantastic game, and there's a reason why I spend more time on that than almost anything else I do, especially in <laughs> quarantine. Um, to any of the players that I got to interact with, well, it's already been a, over a year. Um, I, love yeah. you. I love you all. Let's do it again sometime. Um, try to talk to me a little bit more and I'll do the same and uh, I don't know blink I forgive you I guess <laughs> yes <clears throat> sounds good alright it's been a pleasure well yeah thank you Brandon for doing this and taking the time and, and going so far out of your way <laughs> that's alright all the all the restaurants are out here anyway so 
now I can actually eat lunch. Ah, perfect. All right. Um, I'll have a good rest of your day, and I'm sure I will talk to you in the very near future. Absolutely. Anytime. Yep. See ya. See ya. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Alliance, a Survivor Game podcast. If you would like to try your hand at Alliance, our applications are always open. You can find more information in the episode notes. Keep your eyes peeled for upcoming announcements related to our new season, Dark Forest. And as always, have a week. Without a trace, nothing's gone forever.